this is Nancy Yearell, and welcome to Nancy's Psychic View on the High Road to Humanity. And today I have a really special guest. Alyssa Hope is here, and she's written this phenomenal book, Hope from Heaven. And it's a true story of divine intervention and the girl who came back, the God's messenger. And welcome to the show. Thank you, Nancy. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to read a little bit about her before we get started for her to tell her story. But Alyssa Hope is a world-renowned spiritual motivational healer. She's a speaker. She's a writer. And having stood before God in heaven and being sent back to her life as God's messenger and light worker to spread God's light and love and energy throughout the world. Having died during a routine procedure during the time CPR was being performed on Alyssa, her soul left her body and traveled to heaven where she came face to face with God. And I'm going to let you tell your story. You were 14 years old and you were heading to the dentist for a routine filling and tell us what happened. Yeah. So my mother, she was separated, so she didn't have the money. She normally did to take me to my regular dentist to have a cavity filled. Okay. So a clinic opens up a couple minutes from our house. So she brought me there and the dentist at the clinic, who knows if he even was a real dentist because he gave me much too much nitrous oxide gas, which cut off my oxygen supply. I had no pulse. I was dead and they were almost giving up on CPR because I was told when I did come back eventually, when they eventually did get a pulse, I was told that they almost gave up on it because they just could not bring me back. So during the time that they were performing CPR, my soul left my body and traveled to heaven where I came. My three guardian angels were waiting for me in the light. And they gave me the choice of staying in heaven or returning to my life with an important purpose. And, you know, my guardian angels, they really wanted me to stay with them in heaven. Because I know. They, yeah, you know, you read my book. They said I would be so much happier. And if I did return to my life in exchange for being allowed to to come back here, that my life would be very challenging. But that I would be sent back with a very important purpose. So I kept saying, I have to go back. My mom really needs me. And they said, you know, your mom, of course, will be very hurt. But in time, you know, she'll, I don't think she ever would have really recovered in time, but that she would get over it more in time. So, and before I made my final decision, they said they had something. One last thing to show me was that my funeral, I was seeing my own funeral, what it would be like had I chose to stay in heaven and not return to my life. And my mother, I mean, everybody was very upset, of course, but it was only my mother who was inconsolable, beyond grief stricken. And she kept throwing herself on top of my casket. She was screaming, crying, Alyssa, come back, baby. I love you. I need you. Don't leave me. Oh, so I got even more, you know, upset. And I was crying. And my guardian angels again said, you know, they said, you think very carefully because you will only get this one chance 
to stay here with us in heaven, or you're going to be back on earth in your life for many years until your time is up again to come here. So I, and there was a big white door and they said, once you pass through this door, there is no turning back. So we were, we were at the door and I just couldn't make up my mind. And all of a sudden I hear footsteps and God walks right up to me. I'm face to face with God. And God said to me, what's the matter, my child? Why are you crying? Why are you so upset? And again, I said, I have to go back. My mom really needs me. So God said, I understand. And he turned to my three guardian angels and he said, send her back immediately. And he said to me, but I'm sending you back with an important purpose. He said, once your soul is back in your body, you will not remember what your full purpose is until the time is right. So I'm not going to go into, you know, the rest of everything that happened in heaven because, you know, everybody will read my book. But once my soul went back through the long speeding tunnel, just before my soul was back in my body, I heard the dentist and the hygienist, they were still performing CPR on me. And the dentist was frantic. He was screaming, we can't give up. We can't give up because the hygienist said there's still no pulse. So the dentist said, keep trying. We can't give up. She's only 14 and he's crying. He's going, oh God. He's like, we can't, (laughs) we have to bring her back, you know, because I was so young, you know, and so anyway, a couple seconds later, you know, and I felt the thrust on my chest, the breaths in my mouth. A couple seconds later, I heard the hygienist say, there's a pulse now. So the dentist said, thank God. So I laughed to myself and I said, I just <laughs> did thank God personally. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I know. So, and the dentist asked me if I forgive him, you know, and. I knew it was an accident, so I said yes. But, uh, yeah, and I really, it actually was, I mean, the most extraordinary thing that ever happened to me, coming face to face with God in heaven and being sent back as his, you know, messenger and light worker. So, you know, I really didn't mind that it even happened, you know. So, and. Yeah. I have I have so many questions, like I'm sure the audience does. So I'm just going to ask you what I think the audience would want to know, too. First right. of all, I just want to ask and, and thank you for coming on the show and telling your story. And thank you for writing this, because as angelic as I am and as much as I'm connected to God, this was like one more reassurance that what we know, what we talk about every day here on this show. And I try to get across to the audience that there is a God. There's a real man. And if you don't mind, I don't want to give your whole book away, but he you said he looks like Jesus, but older. Yes, exactly. I mean, like the pictures that you have seen of Jesus, because I know there has been a couple different pictures of Jesus, but I recalled one where, I mean, I guess because I was like, oh, my gosh. God looks so much like that picture of Jesus, of Jesus, only God looked older. His face was more mature, maybe like 25 years older, 
which would make sense because Jesus is the son of God, you know? So mm, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you, so you're going through the tunnel and everybody talks about this. Right. And I think, I guess my question is there are people who stay, they don't move on and, and they hang out. And I wonder how that's even possible. And the reason I say that is because as you describe it, like a lot of people, you go through the tunnel and there's your guardian angels. So once you go through the door and you said it's just a regularly looking normal door, right? Yeah, it was a tall white door, you know, kind of like a door you would see, you know, on your house, you know, yeah. in your house. Yes. But yeah. they said, pass through, there's no turning back. And they said, you will be so amazed at who was behind this door and so much more, you know, of glorious heaven. So, yeah, I'm I just. Yeah, you had to make the choice. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I'm saying there's a lot of people who don't go through the door and they hang out. Or I wonder if we go through the door and they let us come back for a little while. Because a lot of times I think, you know, when someone passes, and I'm just, you don't have all the answers, I know. But I think when someone passes, a lot of times, you know, they hang out and they do see their funeral before they go. And I wonder if that's a, a something that they let us do. Do you know what I mean? Well, yes. I mean, I think Definitely that it is because I was allowed to see my funeral, what it would have been like had I not to stay in heaven. So, you know, God, he could make anything happen. You know, it's all God's will and whatever God chooses to happen, you know, anything is possible with God. You have to believe in God. You know, I, I think some spirits, that get stuck and they don't actually go into the light and into heaven. I think it's because they didn't maybe fully 100% believe Believe. in God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I was very spiritual before my near-death experience. So you can imagine how spiritual I am. Yeah. Let's talk about that because you do say in the book, and I found this really fascinating at 14 years old, you prayed every day. Yes. Every single day I would walk to school. My school was about three blocks away, four blocks away from my house. So I pray every morning walking to school and I just knew and and I did not grow up in a religious household. And I don't even recall really anybody speaking to me about God when I would pray every morning on the way to school, you know, so. I think it was just in me, you know, just from birth. And, you know, when people say to me, why, why are you the chosen one? Why did God choose you to meet him face to face in heaven and be sent back as his messenger? So my, I kid around, you know, when I say, God only knows, you know, God. Well, and you say he was dressed in a long white robe with a gold embroider, gold embroidering on it. He had mm-hmm. a rope belt and yeah. with the braided gold um, and tasseled fringes. And and that's it's kind of interesting because, you know, you'd almost think that that's what he would have on. You know what I mean? It's it's interesting well, that you say that. Yes, he did. And he had gladiator sandals on and he walked with a cane, you know. He did. Oh, 
Oh, yes. It was, so, and it was embellished in gold too. the cane, you know, it was very ornate, but I mean, I, I can't even put into words, but I, you know, I try the best that I can in my book, just what it was like just to be standing before God in heaven. I was only 14, but I knew that it was like so miraculous, extraordinary you know, to be standing in front of God, the creator of our universe, you know, he created all of us. And when he called me my child, that was when I knew 100% that it was God, not Jesus, because we're all of God's children, you right. know, so. I hope yeah. it's okay, but I want to read a little bit. It's just on page 63. There's a paragraph here. I want to read to the audience. You guys got to get this book. I couldn't put it down. I read the whole thing. I was so tired this morning because I stayed up and I read it because I do more than one show a week, you know, and yeah. it just was fascinating. I mean, and you wrote it so well in your life story, but I want to read this. You say, I knew I know that everything is centered in God's light and love. We are all part of that light. Our souls are made up of light and our hearts are its home where we store all the love that comes from that light. And without it, there'd be no love. And without any love, there'd be no life. That's why it saddens me when a tragedy occurs in someone's life and I hear them say they have lost their faith in God. You say you must never turn your back on God because God never turns his back on you. Mm. That was beautiful. So, thank you. Yeah, you know, I have to tell you that with this book, it just all poured right out of me. Just oh yeah. Flowed out of me, you know. So I truly feel like God really came through me, you know, and really like helped me to write it because. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing is, and, and we'll get to this and I don't want to give everything away, but you tell your story. You were a model. I was a teenage model, like another lifetime ago. I, it's great. I mean, I was so, and you met John Stamos and you met yeah. your first love, Ron. I mean, she tells her whole story and how cool yeah. because you dated Steve Thompson. You met David Lee Roth. You met the bass player, John Taylor for Duran Duran. I mean, you had quite the eventful I, life. Yeah. Yes. But my greatest love and really my only love because when you say my first love Ron you know he was just well, like a puppy love you know what I yeah. mean but not he wasn't really true love my true love is Todd Irvin who turned out and Todd was a famous supermodel and he turned out at the time we thought we were soulmates but it turns out that we're twin flames and he's the one who revealed that to me and my full purpose but having been sent back to my life Todd revealed it to me on the morning of his memorial service so do you want to talk about that or do you want to say what he cuz we all have a twin flame and 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 I guess maybe if you can explain this I thought it, I've had a girl on my show before and her twin flame is on the other side she's been on a couple times and she's written books but so you're like the second person that really went into what the twin flame is and you say the twin flame union is two people coming together by the hand of the divine Yes, and it's also one soul that was split into two bodies and shared the same consciousness. 
You know, you can have many, you can have a thousand soulmates, but you only have one twin flame. So, and, but usually you only meet your twin flame in your last lifetime when your soul is very advanced and you're sent here as a light worker by God to raise the vibration of love and energy throughout the world. So, and it makes sense. And usually you and your twin flame, your lives parallel each other's and Todd and mine, our lives so parallels each other's, you know, so. We'll talk I about have- this. How did, how did he come to, like, how did you know this? How did you figure out that he was your twin flame and how did you right. come to so this? That, right. That's the only thing that I never reveal on, on a podcast because. <laughs> It's so, you know, fascinating. Okay. I just say something to, I don't want to give the whole book away, but okay. It, okay. it is the missing piece to like the whole, you know, story, like the whole reason why I was sent back here and how Todd revealed my full purpose to me, at, you know, when the time was right, as God told me, and that he let me know that with Twin Flames, it's so breathtakingly beautiful, you know, so. Okay. Yeah, I I get extraordinary afterlife communication from Todd all the time. Still. Yeah, and, and this is why also that I wrote my book just to really comfort everyone that true love never dies. It is endless. You just leave your body behind physically, but spiritually, you're, you're actually more alive in heaven spiritually than even here on earth. So, you now, know, when you, this- there, when you were there, you saw some of the, a little bit of the gardens and the pretty flowers and that. Did you, you got a glimpse? Yes, it was so beautiful, all different color, beautiful flowers, you know, and it's so it's like eternal paradise because you're truly one with God. My mother, who I actually came back from heaven for. So we have a very special connection, a special bond, too, like Todd and I do. So my mother passed away just a couple months ago and yeah, she sends me amazing afterlife communication too. Wow. Yeah. I was hoping that she would live long enough to make it to my book signing. My book launch is on this Tuesday, August 15th. So she said, I'll try. But when I saw she wasn't going to make it, I actually brought an advanced copy of my book and I placed it in her hands on her deathbed and I took pictures and a video and now I have the picture framed. Oh my my gosh. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so comforting every time I walk by it, you know? So now I have God, Todd and my mom cheering me on. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, how comforting you guys, it's called hope from heaven. You have to read it. It is amazing. Your story is just amazing. Now, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Um, You talk about karma, and I just want to address this. And this really hit me, and I wrote it down because I think the audience needs to hear this. You Mm -hmm. know, a friend of yours that was in a terrible car accident, Mm -hmm. and he had a near-death experience. And um, the one that had been a gladiator in a former life. Do you want to talk about that a minute? Just so people understand 
Right. Well, they'll read it in my book, but I mean, you know, karma is very strong. So if you do something wrong and really bad, you know, in your next lifetime, you're going to experience, you know, them bad karma, you know, so... That's what happens. So if you kill somebody in this lifetime or if you injure somebody, you're going to pay for it in the next lifetime. Exactly. Even if you you don't pay for it in this lifetime, then it will come back to you in your next life. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, since this time, have you become more intuitive? I think you have been. You're more psychic, aren't you? Yes. Well, as soon as I came back to my life, you know. Yeah. At 14 years old, I started having dreams and visions. Yes. And I mean, I came back with the photographic memory. Oh, my gosh. I'd spe- yeah, it's because I still have that higher consciousness to heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why my loved ones, I'm able to connect with them on the other side, you know, and with me being here in the 3D and them in the 5D. And sometimes I even have friends, relatives who passed away and they'll come to me in a visitation dream to relay a message to them. So you've helped a lot of people. Well, I just I don't want to interrupt you, but you you helped a lot of people before you wrote the book. You would yeah. you would console people and tell them there is a God. And I think that's amazing. Yes, I would, you know, because I'm a Pisces, so that's supposed to be the kindest, most compassionate, spiritual soul, mm. you know, um, sign of the zodiac. So I was always very empathetic, but after my near-death experience, forget it. You know, I would feel other people and animals pain as if it were my own. And I would even say, I would give my life to save all other precious human beings and animals from suffering, you know, here on earth. Mm-hmm. And I truly meant it. So I, and I don't know, if, you know, maybe it has to do with that. I am a Pisces, the most kindest, sensitive sign of the Zodiac, but it's also definitely from my near-death experience too. So that's why most people that I would meet, I would say to them, are you, even when I would travel, I was a flight attendant. So I traveled all over the world and I would say, are you spiritual? And then I would just go right into, you know, I, you know, I had a near-death experience and I met God in heaven and don't be afraid to die. And, you know, that there is a God in heaven. And it would really, I went, and when I would see the effect that it would have on people mm-hmm. and they would thank me for telling them and they would say, you have to write a book. So I would say, I, I am planning to when the time is right. So mm-hmm. I'm so happy that Finally, the time was right, you know, because I said, I'll wait until my daughter graduates from high school, goes off to college. And it all just fell into place then, which was when Todd, you know, revealed my full purpose to me on the morning of his memorial service. So it just all fell into place. And I have to tell you that my near-death experience part of the book, I actually wrote that 10 years ago. 
And I just like set it aside because okay. I knew I would have more to write, you know. Mm-hmm. So then when Todd revealed my full purpose to me, I was so devastated, though. I didn't even know he had died. He like, what did he die of? You didn't say in the book. Did he? Was, okay. it, just, was it just a, a heart attack or something? Or? And he had a massive heart attack. Okay. I did not even know he died when he came to me in a visitation dream and he held me and told me he loves me, that he will always be with me spiritually. And then as soon as I woke up, I found out he died. So, you know, you could imagine I I collapsed. But and then I was hysterical, crying, saying I didn't even get to say goodbye to him. But then but then I. I, I realized, I said, but he just came to me and held me, you know? So I knew it came to me from heaven. So I said, well, I know he's still here with me spiritually, you know? Right. right. So, well, you address yeah. so many things in your book. I won't go into all of them, but you talk about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So important. And um, you talk about, you know, cause you don't want to hold a grudge against anybody. You say life is too short. And I love that because I think that, People need to hear that, you know? Right. And it's also very cleansing for your soul. You know, when you forgive someone, it's actually to heal yourself, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So, why you just don't want to hold on to any of that toxic negative energy. I let everything negative just like roll right off of me and... I truly feel so much better. I always say I'm able to rise above it all. Right. Maybe maybe because, you know, I did stand before God in heaven. So I just feel like, you know, anything I go through here and I just feel like I'm able to rise above it all. You know, this book book came out at the perfect time. Yes. I just want to say that to you. I mean, this is the time that this is needed so much. Yes, definitely. I have to say when my beloved twin flame Todd passed away, it was right when COVID hit. Oh. He died um, January 15th, 2020, and COVID hit just a couple of weeks later. So you could imagine. And then the whole world shut down. So I felt like part of me felt like, like I'm in a twilight zone, you know, here I am. Mm -hmm. I'm my Todd so much. And then COVID, you know, the world shuts down. So I was like isolated, you know, from so much, like from my family, you know, so it was really, but at the same time, as hard as it was, it was almost, um, I can't explain it, but I did like a lot of meditating, you know, and I just, Mm -hmm. you have to read in my book how I actually healed was two weeks after Todd died, something even more extraordinary than me standing before God in heaven happened that completely healed me. Because before that, I truly felt like I really felt my body shutting down. I Felt like I was going to die of a broken heart. Yeah. You know, I, I was just so grief and I didn't feel like I could even go on 
without, you know, my Todd. So, but then two weeks later, something so like beyond extraordinary happened that what completely healed me. And I'll just save that for everyone to read in the book, but it's just fascinating. Can I say and something if- to you that I just want to say what the, what I really got out of your book? I mean, it was amazing. You say so many cool things. You guys have to pick this up. But I just want to get this across because there have been people who have come on my show. I've interviewed a lot of people yeah. and I've had a couple I've had more than one person say to me, you don't really think there's an old man out there, do you? <laughs> uh, you know, I have. <laughs> have you heard that? get upset hearing that because I'm like, because, you know, I mean, I could understand though because they didn't go through, you know, right. But I did, but that is why God chose me to die and meet him face to face in heaven and be sent back as his messenger so that I can truly educate and inspire everyone and enlighten them that God truly does exist in heaven, having stood before him myself, I feel, I just say, how can some people be so far off from the truth? But then I say, you know, because you, you can't force the truth upon people, you know, no, you can't, you can't, but you know, I always say you will find out for sure when your time is up here and you go back home to heaven. But there are so many people that I speak to that they are very spiritual and they do believe in God. And then after I tell them about my death experience and having that God in heaven, you know, then they a million percent believe it, you know, And it's also in my book, this woman who my daughter went to preschool with her daughter, this woman, she was an atheist and she did not believe in God and she was pregnant. So, you know, I spoke to her about my near-death experience and I said, who do you think created the baby that's growing inside of you, you know? And, And she really looked at me and she said, you know what, you gave me something to think about. So, you know, this is why I'm dedicating the rest of my life towards just educating as many people as I can all about God's light and love, spirituality and purpose here on earth as well as in heaven. And that's why I did write this book, Hope from Heaven. And I do plan on writing a follow-up book Um, a little bit down the line, you know, in a couple of years, because I really have so many more like incredible afterlife communication, you know, to write about and just so many more that's happened to me since getting the book published. Yes. So, well, is it all right? I want to bring forth that you do. God did take you. This is another thing that really shocked me. Um, that God has a throne mm-hmm. and that he watches over all of us praying, yeah. praying that we'll make heaven a place on earth. Yes. He watches over the whole world. And it was like a big, you know, I don't want to give away again too much of the book. I know, but I just was like, what? Yeah. 
right? But I'm going to hold up a copy of it, Hope from Heaven. And it was just released on July 28th, 2023. So you can order it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, or you can even get it from your nearest retail bookstore. And and it's also available as an ebook, you know, but I think it's nice to actually get the paperback book because you can mm-hmm. put it put in your library. And I've already had some people tell me that they read it twice already, you know. The woman who wrote the wonderful Dr. Harmony, who wrote the forward to my book, she said to me, the second she picked it up, she could not put it down. I couldn't either. I read it. I read the whole thing. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, and I couldn't. I woke up. I was so tired this morning. But it was so, um, even for me being, uh, I work with the angels. You probably don't know that. I'm really connected with God. And I just, you know, I always tell the audience how important it is that you have a relationship with God. Yeah. relationship with the divine and it just really reinforced and and everything that i already knew but right even more i mean you just told uh, more you know and yeah. i just thought it was amazing one thing i want to talk about before we get out of here is that um john hunt publishing let's talk the publisher i just want i want to give a, a shout out um for the publisher of this book, because they have sent me the most phenomenal guests. And you talk a little bit about the publishing company. Do you want to say anything about that or? Well, I actually did receive a sign because I couldn't decide. I got, it's very hard to be, to get traditionally published, you know, especially mm-hmm. being a, being a first time author, right. you know, and I didn't even go through my literary agent because I was so confident that it was such a fascinating true story. I said, let me try and see if I can get a traditional publisher on my own. Mm-hmm. So I actually did receive two traditional publishing contracts. One was from a, a wonderful publisher in New York City, and the other one was John Hunt publishing O-Books, which is their spiritual genre. So, you know, I thought they were just both equally as good. So I prayed to God. I said, I need a sign to let me know which publisher I should go with. Yeah. I went to sleep and sure enough, I had a dream and I was told to go with John Hunt Publishing. And they said, and in my dream, I was told that O-Books is their spiritual genre and that's perfect for my book, that I should go with that. So I was already convinced, but then I was woken up to, I got a FaceTime call and it was early in the morning. I still remember. I believe it was 6.48 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, who's calling me so early, you know? But I picked up my phone and I saw that it was one of the authors from O-Books. So from John Hum Publishing O-Books. And I was like, why is he, you know, calling me and so early in the morning? So, yeah. but the... 
I lost the connection because I don't get Wi-Fi. I live in a big house and I don't get Wi-Fi in every single room. Mm. So I ran upstairs and I went where I do get Wi-Fi. And he's um, and the author is in the United, you know, was in the UK. So I didn't just call him back because I would have a huge phone bill, you know. So I actually I had texted him and emailed him and I said, you know, is this you? And now I'm where I have better Wi-Fi. Please, you know, um, FaceTime me back now. So I'm sitting there waiting, you know, it must have been 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden I get a text message from him and it just said, mm, MMM, like, mm, you know, and I said to myself, this is very strange. I really would. I don't think it's him, you know, and then I, I said, I bet this is a sign from, you know, God and maybe Todd, too that, you know, that I'm definitely meant to sign with Obux. And so then again, you know, I, I emailed his um, comb, his name is comb. And I said, please let me know if this is you or not. Mm -hmm. So he actually did not email me back until two days later and he said, no, I did not, you know, that he did not FaceTime me. It was not him. So, of course, I 100 percent then signed, you know, the contract <laughs> with Oak. But I thought that was so, you know, fascinating. Well, yeah. And if, and if that's not fascinating, I received a, a phone call from heaven from my beloved twin flame, Todd. I know. A year, a year after he died, which is like unbelievable. You know, I was speaking out loud to him and I said, Todd, I need you to help me get this book. At the time, it was just a manuscript. So I said, Todd, I need you to, Todd, I need you to help me get this manuscript into the right, I said, producer or director's hands for a movie to be made out of it. Yeah. As soon as I said that, I was in the kitchen cooking. But as soon as I said that, I heard my phone ring. And I didn't answer it until after I was done cooking. So then when I checked my caller ID, I mean, I nearly fainted because it was a phone call from heaven from Todd. And on my caller ID was um, Todd's phone number, Todd's cell phone number with the name of a famous Swedish Hollywood director, Mikhail Hafstrom. So I knew Todd was telling me that, like, this is the right hands, you know, to get it into. Yeah. I haven't been able to get in touch with him. You know, he's out of the country. He's okay. filming movies in Sweden. So I, I'm like, Todd, couldn't you have sent me someone easier? You know? <laughs> well, are they going to make a movie, Alyssa? Because they should make a movie. This needs to be a movie. I know. So, you know, I have had a couple producers who said they are very interested and yes. they would. And they would be happy to do it be a part of it the book to film adaptation but they said first you need to have a little bit of um financing preliminary financing in place for uh, it i see yeah so uh, i you know yeah well, was, I did, we I could did. always crowdfund it you know or if if everyone loves the book and 
they want, you know, a movie to be made out of it. They could try, you know, we could crowdfund it. Or if anyone knows how to get in touch with Mikhail Hafstrom, please do so, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, no, this definitely needs to be made into a movie. And this is the time because people are searching and people are lost. Yeah. And we need to know there is a God and there is a heaven. And I can say it over and over. But when you have a near death experience like you've had and you're standing in front of the divine and you came back to tell us about it. And I just it's a, it's amazing. I just want to thank you for coming on and for writing this because and I want to thank John Hunt Publishing because they send me the most phenomenal people. And I do believe they're um, divinely guided. I really do. I have to say that. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Yes, they've been wonderful to me. You know, I received the highest level traditional publishing contract from them because they have four levels and they gave me the highest one, level one. So, you know, it really... I, I was so touched that they believe in me so much, you know, yeah. and they've been so wonderful to, you know, to work with. And I can't say enough good things about them, too. So <laughs> I agree. Alyssa, what do you want to leave the audience with today? What is something that you feel that that people should know? Well, I feel that everybody should definitely or a copy of my book, Hope from Heaven, because they will, yeah, they will find all yeah. the answers that they've been searching for throughout their life is really in my book, you know, having come face to face with God, being sent back as his messenger, I can really answer so many questions for people who are on such a spiritual journey. You know, they're searching for God and a deeper meaning in their lives. And it's all, again, I'll hold up my book. It's all my book. And it's very, you know, it's written very, I feel it's written and simple, you know, Mm -hmm. to to understand, you know, where, I mean, a lot of people have said to me that they're going to take it, carry it with them throughout the rest of their lives. So that warms my heart because for me to know that one life has breathed easier because of you, that is purpose and my purpose. So I just hope that I'm making God proud of me, you know, and I'm going to be just traveling the world to educate as many people as I can until my very last breath here on earth. And then I get to reunite back in heaven, emerge back as one soul with my twin flame, Todd, where we will be one with God for all of eternity, because this is it for me. I'm not coming back here again, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us that want to go home. Well, I have to say, I mean, heaven is the most beautiful, peaceful, spiritual place you can be. I mean, you can imagine you're one with God. There's no pain, no suffering, you know, no violence. This is, you know, this is a hard place to be in. It's not easy here on earth. But at the same time, you know, your life is a gift, but... Everybody is here until they serve a purpose for God. And that is when God calls you back home to heaven to 
him. So for me, it's all about giving back, you know, before my near-death experience, even though I was very compassionate and I was the biggest animal ever, I still felt like, you know, I was a typical, you know, teenager where you sometimes feel like, you know, it's all about you, right? Yeah. What's in, <laughs> what's in, what's in it for me? But now it's just all giving back, you know. I am so much more fulfilled when I make somebody else's day, you know. So mm-hmm. it's all about just doing all that you can to do good things in the world, give back, you know, do good deeds and serve your purpose for God. And then you will, you know, you'll have good karma. Yeah. And you get to go home to heaven. Yes. So all about giving back and serving your purpose for God. I love it. Alyssa, thank you. Alyssa, thank you guys. Hope from heaven. I'm just so thrilled to have you on the show today. I feel so blessed that you came on, that we got to speak with you. And gosh, I can't wait to see the movie. I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, well, everybody has to help me with that. You know? Well, it'll get out there. God will do it. <laughs> That's right. Meant to be, it will be, right? But I will definitely be writing a follow-up book in the you know, in the near future. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm thrilled and it's a phenomenal book. You guys have to pick it up. Hope from heaven, a true story of divine intervention and the girl who came back as God's messenger. Thank you. And please leave a um, a review on Amazon or Goodreads, you know, and you can also, yes. And I love to hear from my readers, you know, and. and How do we find you? Do you have a website? How do we get in touch with you? Yes, www.alissahope.com. And then be sure to see my YouTube video on the bottom of the homepage on my author website. I saw it. Yeah. Tell the audience. Yes. Of my beloved twin flame visiting me as my angel. So, you know, that's pretty cool to see, right? Yeah. You guys are going to have to check it out. Go to her website. It's right there and you'll be able to see it. That was amazing. I looked at that last night too, and I thought it was really cool. Yes, we saw all the birds. Birds are messengers of spirit, you know. So it's really incredible. Two of those birds from the video, they actually then stayed with me and they built a bird nest in my garage. And they had four bird babies on the 4th of July. And every spring they returned to me, you know, the mom and dad birds. So. It's yeah, really you good. talk a lot about birds in the in the book, and I agree with that. Um, when and with, yes, and they're with me right now, and they just had their babies. Now there's five beautiful babies. So I just I I'm the biggest animal lover, but I was always more you know I mean dogs, cats, but now I'm the biggest bird lover too because they really are messengers of spirit. They are. They are. Oh, my gosh. Well, you're going to have to come back. Definitely. When you do your next book and when the movie comes out, we want you back for sure. Alyssa, hope you guys. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. All right, you guys. We got to get out of here for today. My website was doing some weird stuff, but it's okay now. We got it set up. So if you want a psychic reading, if you want an angel reading, you can go to my website. And um, you can also check out the new messages from Archangel Gabriel that I've channeled on there. And you can check that out. I am just so thrilled, you guys. You got to pick this up. Hope from heaven. I hope everybody has a fabulous weekend. And God bless.